Being a professional isn't about the money you make, the position you hold, your level of expertise or fame. It's the motivation and the attitude you bring to your work. A desire for always learning and improving and balancing your creative output with getting the business done. Welcome and join the Creating Pros. Hi, and welcome back to Creating Pros. I'm your host, Jim Nettles, and this week I want to talk about one of those things that we all deal with every day, and that's the idea of time. You know, we've all used the phrase, I know I've done it quite frequently, in fact, going saying, well, do I have time to do this? Or do we just use the phrase, I don't have time to do this, that, or the other. And so looking at this idea of time, how do we get it? How do we manage it? What do we actually do with it? And how do we make the decisions where we allocate, use, and spend our time? You know, first of all, the question is, what is time? I mean, we've all watched the clock tick by. Sometimes it moves ever so slowly when we're sitting there working on something that we don't want to do or sitting and listening to somebody talk and drone on about something. Uh, maybe you're sitting in a class and, and listening to somebody and you're waiting for them to get to the point. Other times, time seems to fly by, uh, sitting there watching a movie, watching TV. Um, maybe you're sitting sucked into a good book. Time just blows by. If you're sitting there working on a project, we've all known times when time just seemed to crawl. We were sitting there staring at the words on the page, waiting for that flash of brilliance that says, oh, okay, now I know where to move, move to next. Other times we get that where time is just flowing. The words hit the page, you're working on a piece of artwork, whatever the case may be, and you're just lost in the moment. But at the same thing, time is ticking by at the exact same rate outside of ourselves. But what does time mean inside of us? And these are all sorts of things that we have to look at and try to figure out and understand. What does time mean to us? What does time mean to the rest of the world? And how do we actually decide how and when we're going to spend that time and get out of it what we want to. Now, obviously, there's certain things that we have to do with our time that, you know, we we don't necessarily have a choice about, like sleep. Um, there are times where more than once I've gone and been the one that said, why, you know, allocations of time and sleep is not necessarily my first choice, but there's times it's necessary. Other things, we get a lot of choices about what we're doing, how we're using our time. Are we using it because we are watching TV? Are we reading? Are we doing things that help us to stoke and feed our creative selves, our creative minds? Other times, are we doing things with our time, such as taking care of the house, taking care of our environment, taking care of the family, taking care of mental health? And this is the first thing we have to understand is figure out is where do we actually spend our time? Uh, I've got some workshops that are coming up, and this is always one of those things that comes up. Um, Dragon Con, I will be teaching a workshop on basically how to run a side business. How do you get into it? How do you deal with these sorts of things? And one of the first questions that comes up almost inevitably is that idea of time. And so the first question I always have to ask is, well, where do you spend your time? How much free time do you have? And it's interesting to watch people think through how and where they spend their time. Is it on work? Is it on family? Is it on other things? Where does that time go? 
And the next thing that that leads to is this idea of setting those priorities. If you're a writer, you're an artist, you're a creator, but you're doing this as a side thing, you're doing this for your creative outlet, whatever you're doing, you have to know and understand where and how you're going to allocate time to it. That's very different from if you're doing it as a significant part of your income or you're doing it as a full-time writer, a full-time creator. So these ideas and understandings of time and where your time goes become really important, but they're also really important depending on where you're at, what you're doing. So there's some things I want to kind of throw out there today as some tools to look at and consider on how you're using time, how you're spending time, how to decide where to allocate time and setting those kinds of priorities. So the first thing you have to look at is what are all of the things that are your must do's in life, right? Sleep, eating, these are kind of important, or at least so I've been told. And so we have to make those choices. Then once we've done that, we have to do the things that, as they say, get the bills paid. If you know you're going to be allocating a certain amount of time every day, every week, every month, every year to work, you have to understand how you're allocating that and where you're allocating that to. Have to understand, and if you know that you're running on a set schedule, because you know you're pulling the, you know, working the eight to five sort of routine, you're fighting with traffic if you're going in, if you're working remotely, you know, you're managing that time, you're managing where where, and when you're doing these things. Um, so we've got certain things that already block out chunks of time for us, right? They're already kind of defined. Um, a lot of us actually are, have good, nice set routines um, in terms of how we manage our days, how we manage our weeks, how all those things work. And so if you've got that kind of a routine, then you can look at the time that's left over and make conscious decisions about where you're going to use that time. Are you going to use that time to spend with friends and family? Are you using that time because you have familial obligations that have to be done? Are you going to use that time for creative outlets? Are you going to write? Are you going to create? Are you going to do digital work? Are you going to find ways of other forms of entertainment, gaming? watching TV, watching movies, reading, looking and understanding how and where you spend that time is really important. The next thing you have to look at is when you start looking at where you spend that time, what of those things really give you energy? They motivate you, they drive you, they help push you forward versus what are the things that when you're doing them don't? What are the things that draw away that energy? What are the things that demotivate you? What are the things that slow down your productivity? What are the things that mean you're not getting to those things that you're really passionate about? Those things that are really important to you. Uh, one of the things that I hear a lot of the times from writers, creators, is that idea of my friends, my family. They don't understand why this is important to me to be able to write, to create, to do these other things. And part of that then becomes the idea of some people will never understand. Other people, you can explain it to them and say, this is important to me. And sometimes you can do that by saying, this is the reason this is important to me and help equate it to the things that are important to them that don't matter to you. Setting those kinds of boundaries around your time and making sure that you allocate time for yourself 
for those things that really are important that give value and meaning to your life. And ultimately, if you are happier in that position, this means that you then have that ability to share more of that time and energy with others if that's what you want to do. But all too often, we get pulled into that position where the things that are most important to us don't get that time or those things that give us meaning, those things that let us drive and feed that creativity, that source of of creation. If we don't feed those things over time, they will start to atrophy. And we can also build up resentment when we know we've traded that time for things that didn't necessarily have the same level of importance as these things that could have been important to us now. This is why a lot of the time we see people that say, you know, when I was younger, I did this and I finally decided to come back to it when I was in my 40s, 50s, 60s, 80s. Um, I've got groups I speak to and it's it's always kind of amazing to me to speak to somebody who is in their 70s or 80s that are working on their first book. They're trying to get something published. It's been a lifelong dream, a lifelong goal. And it's one of those things they look at and say, yeah, well, I was working on this 60 years ago, 50 years ago. This is something I wanted to do, but then life got in the way. There are always times that life are the things that we've got to do and we make those choices. So if you understand what you're doing with your time, you understand where you're spending it, you understand the things that help give you greater meaning, greater joy to life, then those are going to be the things that also then help feed everything else you're wanting to do. And one of the other things I do want to mention, since I just used that word productivity, right? I see a lot of things with people going saying this is a very much a productivity culture. We have to drive. We have to produce. And the answer to that is yes, but it depends on what your goals are. Why are you allocating this time? Uh, I have a friend of mine who has a creative business. They, they've been in a lot of spaces. They've been in education their entire career. But now they also spend a lot of time doing glasswork. I love glass. I spend, I spend time with glass when I can. It's one of those things that is an outlet for me that going and playing with fire, working in other creative mediums, doing these sorts of things has great meaning to me. It gives me energy. It gives me excitement to see what I can do, what I can create. And that is one of those things that gives part of that life meaning. And it also means you get to carry some of that creativity into your other endeavors. But the way they look at this is a creative outlet. It it gives joy. It gives meaning. But it's not something that does anything other than give that pleasure and joy. But it's important enough to allocate a certain amount of time every week to that activity to going out and being creative and to then share that work with other people. So when we look at things like time, when we look at things like productivity, you have to ask what's important and why. Because one of the hardest challenges with productivity is this. If you're running creatively as a business, this is the way you're making your living. This is the way you are paying the bills right? This is the way you are wanting to live your life is as a creative, you still have to make a living at it. You still have to have the revenues come in. This is one of those things where 
the number one way of doing that, especially early on in your career, but even later on in your career, is productivity. How much work can you get out the door? Because that's what will ultimately determine your long-term success. You can't make a living off of publishing one book. There are a few people in life who've done it, but it's really, really uncommon. You're not going to make a life by having created one painting, one digital piece of artwork. And so when we look at productivity, this is not something that should be a dirty word that says, oh, I need to be more efficient because of da-da-da-da. We can look at things that make us more productive, more efficient as being the things that let us do what we're wanting to do more, faster, and better. Last thing I want to throw out there, and one of the shows I've got coming up here in the next few weeks, um, we're trying to get it scheduled, is going to be on ways to manage work, manage that productivity, and do it in a way that you can fit in these creative endeavors that are part of your creative life and your creative business, but that also make sure that you've got time for everything else you need to do, whether that's a day job, whether that's taking care of family, everything else. But so with that coming up, I just kind of want to spend a little bit of time prepping everybody with this idea of time, how we use it. We can choose a lot of ways where we put our time and we spend a lot of time in ways that we don't know they're gone and that we don't know we could use those times to help feed our creative outlets. Um, so until again next time. I'm Jim Nettles, and this has been Creating Pros. Go spend some time.